Hello and welcome everyone. My name is Carlin Kinney and you're listening to my podcast, Hear Me Clear. Well, it seems like our country is falling apart and I thought I'd stop by and check in and record a podcast about my opinions on everything that's going on right now. Um, Post that and just share, you know, what's been going on. It is technically a new season of the podcast um, and if you don't know, I've been telling some people, but um, what I want to do, excluding this episode, what I want to do for the next few episodes is have guests on the podcast. And I have one in my locker. I just haven't edited it or posted it um, just because life has been kind of crazy. So the entire new season is going to be me with a guest talking about the specialty of that guest. So I have one that I've recorded. It's like more of a political podcast. I have someone coming on in late July. Um, his name is Elijah. And um, I'm going to be asked, he's a photographer, he does nature stuff, he's an advocate for the environment, um, and he's my age, and I want to bring him on and just talk about that, his passions, where he got started and stuff like that. I'm going to be interviewing a pastor of my church, just kind of talking about that. I want to be interviewing a few other people. So the whole new season, the next, you know, five episodes or so, is going to be me with a guest. So guests on the podcast, kind of like an interview style. Um, instead of me just rambling on and on, because I just want to try something new, take this into a new direction. I'm also going to be posting, well, the plan is also me posting episodes like this where I'm just ranting and like talking as I do best. Um, But for the most part, I just want to try something new, kind of just expand my options a little bit so I can do a little bit of both. A little bit of a life update for all of you. Life has been crazy, but it's been so great. I am the happiest I've ever been in my entire life. I've got great friends. I've got a great life. I'm doing well in school. I feel very happy. My mental state is very solid. My emotional state is very solid. Um, I, you know, enjoying my time with my family. Life could literally not be any better. Um, I'm very content with where my life is at right now. Um, I've been doing a lot of stuff. I've been getting involved in a lot of things as well. Overall, I feel just like I'm growing up a little bit. Um, still kind of wild, but like like emotionally, I'm just growing up a little bit and I'm enjoying life and I'm appreciating life every day I wake up and I see the light outside. I thank God that I'm alive and I just couldn't be happier about where I'm at with my life. So I don't really remember the last update that I posted. It had to have been like six, seven, eight months ago. Um, But for just a quick synopsis of what's been going on in my life, I finished my fourth year of college. I'm doing an extra year because I added another major. So right now, all of my majors are history, classics and religious studies, and communications. So I have three majors right now. I'm doing an extra year of school to make sure I get that all done. And school's going great. I'm taking summer classes right now. They're kicking my ass. They're really fucking hard, and I regret taking them, but I have to take them. I just literally, in the last three days, moved into a new apartment. No more frat house for me. Gonna miss it gonna miss the boys gonna miss living with them but I'm excited for just a new change I'm living with my friends Matt and Jenna Jenna and Matt are a couple but I don't feel like I'm third wheeling when I'm with them because I also have a friendship with both of them so I'm really excited to be living with them they're some of my greatest friends and we do we have a lot in common we do a lot together we watch horror movies together we play video games together we like to do stuff together we love eating food together like we're big foodies I feel like in my opinion Matt and I have so much in common. I'm so glad they're together and I just enjoy my time. So I'm going to be so excited to live with them and I feel like it's just going to be a great experience. Yeah, I'm super stoked. Um, I also started an internship, um, which I'm also really excited about doing because I quit the desk job 
It was absolute hell. They treated me like shit. Can't believe I was there for three years. If you didn't know that, I worked at the front desk on campus for three years. I wasted my life for three years. It was insane. Can't believe I did it. I'm an idiot. But after I quit, I took about a month off working over winter break. And the story behind that is, let me share this. It's kind of fucked. I have put blood, sweat, and tears into that job, into a minimum wage job. I took it way too seriously. I put the job over my own personal needs um, and social life and school life. And, you know, I, I put it I put it above everything else. And I worked like 40 hours a week. So I was working overnights and then going to school and then trying to maintain a social life. So it was just so much. I put so much effort into it. Well, so the reason why I quit is because over winter break, you know, during the holidays, we have people who still live on campus. So the desks need to be open. And I was a supervisor at the desk. So basically, I needed to be on duty and I needed to work. So I got scheduled to work the day before Christmas Eve, Christmas Eve, the day of Christmas, and the day after Christmas, 12 hours each day, okay? 12 hours each of those days, which I wouldn't have minded, okay? I, I, w- I openly accepted those shifts. Not only, did I work tw- not only did I work 12 hours each of those days, I was on duty each of those days. So I worked 12 hours already, and if somebody called out, which I was assuming people were gonna because it's the holidays, I would have to cover those shifts. So not only working 12 hours those days, but I was also on duty 24-7 each of those days. And again, I would not have minded it. I was going to get paid holiday pay and I was going to be able to chill at the desk and not do anything. The only requirement that I asked of my boss was that on Christmas Eve and Christmas Day, I could go home for a couple of hours when I wasn't working to see my family and spend time with my family. My cousins from Denver were coming down. My aunt and uncle from Denver were coming down as well. So I was like, I just want to spend a couple of hours with them, eat some meals, you know, whatever, and then I'll come back. And I only live 45 minutes away from my house. So I was only asking for a couple of hours each of those days, Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. And when we did the shifts, she originally said, yeah, that was okay. So the time is rolling around. It's about Christmas Eve. And I text my boss. I go, hey, this kid needs a break, but it's going to be when I'm going to be. Wow, I can't speak. So this kid, I was on duty, so I was a supervisor. So a kid texted me and was like, hey, I'm working this many hours in a row. I need a 30-minute break. I said, okay, cool. I couldn't give the break because that's when I was going to be in Omaha. So I texted my boss. I said, hey, this kid needs a break on Christmas Eve, and I'm going to be in Omaha during that time. And she goes, what do you mean you're going to be in Omaha? You're on duty. And I go, yeah, you said I could be in Omaha a couple of hours each of those days. Um, So I'm not going to be able to give him a 30-minute break. Mind you, my boss lives five minutes from campus, okay? And she's not married, whatever. Doesn't have a family. So I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not dodging on the fact that she's not married and doesn't have a family, but I'm just saying, like, this situation could have been avoided. So the kid texts me, and I go, okay, I'll, like, figure it out. So I text my boss, and I go, hey, so... I'm not going to be able to do it. She goes, what do you mean you're not going to be able to do it? And I go, well, you said. She was like, I never said that. And I go, excuse me, what? She goes, I never said that. And I said, that's so cap, dude. That's such bullshit. Because when I, when I agreed to those shifts, that's all I asked of you. And you said, okay. That was the contingency of me taking those, those shifts. The contingency was that I would have some time to go home to see my family for those days. And then I would be on, I would be on duty and I would take those shifts. Now, here's the issue. I was the only supervisor that was like in Nebraska, like 
in Lincoln during the time of break. So I was on duty. There was no one else to take it. So my boss had to have taken, like, the duty was on her, okay? She was like, oh, I don't, I can't do the 30-minute break because that's when I'm going to be spending time with my boyfriend. I get it. You want to spend time with the people you love. So do I. But here's what I don't understand. This is a fucking desk job on campus. People who are in charge need to realize that we're also students too, okay? These jobs don't mean that much to us. Well, it did in the moment for me, but like at the end of the day, we're just students and you guys are the like adults in charge. We're like, you have to realize that we're students and we're people and we're young adults and we're kids. We're still kids, really. So it didn't make sense to me. She lived five minutes away. It was a 30 minute break. I wasn't asking her to take the whole shift. I wasn't asking her to cover my shifts. I was asking if she could fill in and take that 30 minute break for him. She lives five minutes away. Her reasoning was she didn't want to she didn't want to change her schedule around her plans around and I was like what about me she, she basically threatens me and she goes if you're not going to do it then we're going to have to rethink your employment here and I said you know what this job is not worth it I quit so I quit and then I got to spend the entire winter break with my family so it was fantastic and guess who had to cover those shifts then my 12 hour shifts and then be on duty so my 12 hours on Christmas Day and Christmas Eve and New Year's Eve by the way um, she did so. I'm not, I'm not mad about it. I was sad to leave because I put so much effort into that job, but like, you know what? It was time to move on. It was time for something new. Anyway, that's a long, that's a long way of basically saying that I quit the desk job and I got a new job. I got an internship. The internship I got was at the Lincoln Commission on Human Rights. Great resume builder. Basically what I'm doing is I'm doing housing rights. So the federal government gave each state a COVID relief fund to be used on rent and like utilities and stuff like that. So Basically, what I'm doing, I'm in, like, housing rights. We organize applications. We get people funding. I go door-to-door and let them know they have eviction dates. We help them, basically. And it's been really fulfilling to help people in need. It's also very stressful because it's a government job, and there's only so much that we can do. We can't help everyone in the moment that they need help, and there's a process, and it's very long, and it's very sad when, you know, get to the point where we can't help somebody because they don't qualify because they absolutely have to qualify based on a few things in order to get assistance and so yeah they do need assistance from us but we can't even help them it's been a little bit heartbreaking in that sense to be in a position where we could help but we're not allowed to but on the other end also when we do help people and someone's like really grateful it's really fulfilling to help people and I thought maybe you know it's been really eye-opening for me that I would be good at doing something in the public sector of like helping people because it just feels really good for so long I wanted my career to be something where I would sell my soul and make a lot of money and be selfish and stuff like that and and now as I've gotten a little bit older I've realized it's not really how I want to live my life I want to you know be happy and I want to help other people and I've I don't know what it is in the last six seven months I've been I'm like I don't want to like it's gonna sound so weird but like I'm changing um I really I feel a really huge like goal to be very kind to other people like in my soul in my being and in my soul I want to help other people and in my soul I feel like it's my duty my destiny to help other people and just in the last seven months like I it's not that I've not been nice to other people but just in the last seven months my mindset has totally shifted and I want to help people and I want to feel good about doing good things and I and, and I feel that kindness is and kindness and love are the are, can just can do anything with kindness and love you can do anything and I sound really hippie and really cliche and really cheesy but like really my heart and my soul and my mind are 
set in such positive ways. I don't know why that happened. Maybe I just have gotten over a lot of stuff that was holding me back. But for some reason, I feel like a strong sense of calling to change the world around me in a positive way. And I'm really, really, really excited for where my life is going to go because I'm happy when I wake up. You know, and, and my first instinct when something bad happens isn't to like be angry or yell. It's it's to like be kind and to realize that it's not all about me and, and other people are going through shit as well. And I've been volunteering and stuff and like I don't want to like I don't want to like brag that I'm a good person now. But like truly when I say this, I don't mean to be cheesy, but once you change your mindset that life can be positive and great, everything else in your life becomes good as well. And my mom has always told me that and I never believed her. I always thought that was just bullshit. She was like, just like do like just, you know, try and be a positive person and things will follow. But it's so true. Like just being a positive person in and how I look at things in life, you know, and just like wanting to put good out into the world and treat other people with kindness and help other people to the best of my ability. Just being able to do that has like changed my soul. It's like really changed my soul. And it, it seems like very deep and drastic when I say that, but it's true. And so I'm, you know, I'm working at an internship that I that I feel like I'm helping other people. Um, in the last six months, I've gotten really involved with like church stuff. And I know, I know, I know, I know it, you, I might not peg other people as like a church going person or as a religious person, but I, I am. And just in the last six months, I've really dedicated a lot of my time and a lot of my life to, you know, being involved in church. Um, and so campus ministry, I've been doing uh, a bunch of stuff like that. I just got an internship at a church um, to do like sermons and stuff like that. And I've been volunteering at, you know, a church to do like food pantries and helping other people and like community cleanups. And um, I've just been doing just a lot of church stuff. It's basically just how to sum it up. And maybe that's why my mindset has shifted into a more positive way because I am, I don't know. It's not that I have, again, it's not that I'm, I haven't been a good person, but I've just been making more of an effort to consciously be a good person, like doing that extra, like taking that extra step to like help the people around me. And maybe it's like a faith-based thing. I don't know, but I recently just volunteered as a camp counselor for a week at a church camp and it was so fulfilling and it was so, it was such a beautiful experience. Um, first of all, I was really nervous going into it because I've never been around kids. I was so worried about how I would be around kids. Like, I don't know how to interact with children. Okay. I've never been around that. I never grew up with like younger siblings. So I didn't know how to talk to kids. Like, uh, like, what do you do with them? You know, like, <laughs> like honestly, like, and so I was so nervous. I was like, oh my God, what if they don't like me? Like, it's like, it's like, it was just, very, I was very nervous and I almost didn't go, but I am so glad I did. I went there and it turns out that I'm really good with kids. All of the kids loved me. Um, I had a blast um, and it was a church camp. So so a church camp compared to another camp, in my opinion, a church camp just has an extra layer of purpose. And so the entire camp, it was a girls only camp. So the entire camp was about women empowerment um, and using like faith and, and, and in biblical terms, using the Bible to like show that these girls, you know, they can be anybody they want to be. They can do anything that they want to do, no matter what society tells you. So it was about women empowerment. And it was very, it was just a very beautiful experience. And I just, I learned that I was really good with kids and I had so much fun. And um, I'm a good, I'm a great 
counselor. And um, it was just, I don't, it, 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 it put a lot into perspective about maybe my future. Like maybe it's something I want to do as like a career option or something. I don't know. But all I know is that I learned that I was good at something. And um, I gave a sermon at the church and it turned out really good. And um, I just really, I just had a really good experience. And so, I don't know. It's put a lot, it's put a lot into perspective about maybe options for my future. Um, I still want to go to law school, but I also might want to do seminary. Who knows? I don't know. I, I, it's just a lot has been set into action within the last six months. And I, you know, I like going to church and I like doing church things. And um, I'm a part of a campus, like church group. And I do a lot there and with them. So overall, it's just been uh, a very fulfilling experience and my life has been you know the pieces in my life have been p- falling into place and I don't know it's just uh it's just nice to kind of have like peace of mind like life isn't so crazy and you can just kind of take it in every day and enjoy it and just be grateful that you're breathing and alive and um that also has been put into perspective with me perspective that's also changed my perspective a lot too is that I want to live each day doing as much as I can, you know, spending time with friends, telling the people I love them that I love them, um, you know, and, and really just, I don't know, it's just, I don't know, the last few months have been kind of crazy, and, but they're, they've been great, though. I am just so grateful for the life that I'm living, and I'm so grateful to be in a position that, you know, in my life, you know, a lot of people don't know, like, where I come from, but, you know, I grew up in a very abusive home. I ran away from home a bunch of times. I was an emancipated minor. Um, I was in foster care. Like a lot of people don't know where I come from. And so to finally be at a point in my life where I just find peace and like, it's honestly just so relieving and so like, like life is worth it. And uh, I'm so grateful that I wake up and that I look at the sky and I'm like, wow, like this, this world is beautiful. This life is beautiful. And so I want to make sure that I, that I take, that I don't take it for granted. And so it's just been so relieving so fulfilling to just appreciate life for what it's worth and to be in a position like where my mind I'm just healthy like I'm just like like because like negative thoughts really do poison your soul you know if you're if you're a mean person if you only look at things in a bad way if you're always negative if you're a pessimist it really poison and poisons and plagues your soul and your heart And if you make an effort to fight those negative thoughts, like I'm not, I do have negative thoughts, you know, I'm not a perfect person, but if you make an effort to combat all of these negative things, like it's really healthy for your well-being and your spirit. So I don't know, the last few months have been crazy, but it's been, it's been a wonderful, joyous ride. And so that's kind of a quick life update. You know, I went to Chicago to see my two best friends. That happened too. I went to a concert to one of my favorite artists. His name is Jaden Hostler. Oh my God. It was a sight. Oh, my God. It was such a great. Oh, love it. One of my favorite concerts. He's such a great performer. Um, I also have gotten into pop punk recently. And so he's he's a pop punk artist. And it was a great concert. And I got to see Chicago for the first time. My friends showed me around. Um, it was great to spend time with them. Because they always come to Nebraska. And I've never gone to them. And so it's kind of, it's kind of convenient that they two, they both live in Illinois. So kind of like kill two birds with one stone. So we all hung out. And it was like old times. It was like when we were back in high school and it was just, it was just good to see them. I also, for my spring break trip, I went to Colorado with a group of my friends and we did a ski trip and just had a great time. And that was just fun too, just being around friends. And it was, we went for like five days. I spent a lot of money in those five days, but it was 
so worth it. We did a lot of things to, to we did a lot of things. Bunch of rock shops, we went to the Garden of the Gods, we went downtown Denver, we went to an art museum, we went skiing, we went, um, we just did a bunch of stuff. So that was a fun ski trip. Uh, spring break was fun. I went with them. And so yeah, so life has been kind of crazy. Um, but that's kind of like a quick update that I have for you. And so now into the actual topics of this podcast that I just want to touch base on a little bit. Um, so our country, kind of kind of going up in flames, right? So if you don't live under a rock, of course you've like been reading the news and have been hearing about what's going on. Roe v. Wade got overturned. A lot of shit's been happening. A lot of school shootings. Country is falling apart. Supreme Court has lost its validity. So much going on in this world. So much pain. So much suffering. And I just kind of want to touch base a little bit about my thoughts and opinions on it, just so I have it documented, um, just for my own like personal use and just to kind of like rant and share. I use this podcast to kind of vent and express my own feelings and emotions and kind of like in a journaling sense, um, just kind of just put it all out there and then I post it online and it's there forever. But um, but yeah, so all in all, I guess to start off with, Whoever listens to this podcast, if you disagree with me in a political sense, that's fine. Um, I respect your political opinions. You can respect mine. But I will say that I am pro-choice through and through 100% of the way. Roe v. Wade being overturned, I vehemently disagree with. Um, It is an abhorrent decision that the Supreme Court made. It will plague American history. It is a lot more drastic than I think some people realize. It is an attack on personal freedoms. Again, I am a religious person. I am a Christian. But I also understand that the separation of church and state has to be respected. Absolutely. Not everyone believes in God. And to force religious beliefs, to force laws and commandments based in religious beliefs on other people who don't believe in your God is a direct attack on religious freedoms, which is in a like. It, it contradicts everything that the founding fathers established in our constitution. But let me just touch a little bit on the history of why they came here. If you don't know, you should know, but if you don't know, our ancestors came to America escaping religious persecution. They could not live under a monarchy. They could not live under a king. They could not live under a theocracy, okay? A kingdom or a rule based on religious beliefs. They came to America for religious freedoms. So when our constitution was established, They made sure to note that the separation of church and state was a vital aspect of the creation of our country to ensure that our country would be a success, okay? 100% of any pro-life arguments that I have seen are based in a religious aspect, a Christian religious aspect. And I want to reiterate that I am also a Christian, but I also understand the importance of separation of church and state. To force my religious beliefs on anyone else goes directly against what Jesus would have wanted. And so at the basis, at the foundation of our constitution, at the foundation of our country, the overturning of Roe v. Wade is a direct attack on personal freedoms for all American citizens. It goes directly against what the founding fathers established in the constitution. At the basis, At the core of the Supreme Court opinion, this overturning of Roe v. Wade, it's unconstitutional. It should never have happened. You can disagree with me if you want to. And I know a lot of people do. 
But I just can't get over the fact that this overturning this decision goes against the Constitution, goes against the core fundamentals and values of this country. And that's that. That is where the argument starts and that is where the argument ends. Anything else outside of the law, outside of the Constitution, all the rest of the arguments have no place into the discussion. Religion has no place in politics. And I say that as a religious person. We cannot regulate people's bodies. And so truly, I am shocked, absolutely shocked that this could have happened. Didn't think in 100 years that it could happen. It baffles and blows my mind. First of all, I am pissed off at every single politician in office right now, all the Democrats and liberal politicians who say that they care about us and say that they want to, you know, protect us and whatever, and yet who didn't codify Roe v. Wade? Hmm? Hmm? Who, who didn't do that? Oh, they didn't do that. And yet here they are asking us for more money to support their campaigns and to fund their political aspirations, and yet they don't do shit for us. All politicians are corrupt in my opinion, the government is falling apart. The people should lose faith in their government. And a real and drastic change needs to occur. You can't trust any of them. And to think at one point in my life, I wanted to be a politician. Because at one point in my life, I truly thought and believed that in order to help people in this country, you had to be a politician so you could make change in this country. But it's all just one joke. It's all just one massive joke. They can't get shit done. It's so polarized. Each side is fighting against each other for who has the bigger dick, in a sense. It's a massive pissing match. They don't actually give a fuck about us at all. And so it's up to the American people to really change this world. Because the politicians, they're all selfish. They only care about themselves. And they only care about money. And, and we elect them, right? We elect them. And what do they do in office for their term? Nothing. And that's not all politicians, but most of them suck. A majority of them suck. There is a small bunch of them that actually want to help us, who actually care about us, who, I don't know, fulfill the promises that they made to the American people, to the people that elected them. Hmm? I think politicians and government officials forget that they are servants of the people. They are in office because of us. Because they were elected by the people. And so they should do what we ask of them instead of giving us empty promises and not doing the work that they're supposed to be doing. It's just fucking outrageous. Like, how, how did this country get to this point? I didn't realize that caring about people stopped being a priority. And it's all about, your, it's all about selfishness. And it's, it's just really sad to see our country go in this direction. And again, I... I I really, really, really love America. I really do. I think America has a lot to offer. But the state that it's in now, it's sad. It's sad and it's pathetic. And it's embarrassing. The fact that pro-life people can argue so much for a fetus and yet 98% of them have done nothing to make the foster care system a better place. They don't adopt children. They don't put restrictions on guns so that our kids in our schools can be protected. They don't fund organizations that give mothers and children 
opportunities and a chance at life like it it truly baffles my brain and i it's it's just a sad it's just a sad time we're living we are living through dark times and and i i so wish that this country could be unified and i so wish that this country could be one and i so wish everyone could get along with another but everyone's letting their own personal and selfish opinions and emotions take the forefront when we should just be treating other people with kindness you know, just stay out of other people's business. Concentrate about your own fucking life and stop worrying about your neighbors, okay? Treat them with kindness. Love them for who they are. But don't give a fuck about what they're doing. You know what I'm saying? Like, God, it is, it's just the way... It's so depressing, honestly. Like, the world would be such a better place if people would worry about their own shit and figure out their own shit and stop trying to worry about other people's shit. Okay, there's so much pain and so much darkness and so much sadness in this world. We don't need to add on to it by making life harder for others. Let people live their own lives, okay? And that's like, God, I, I, I would think that that's fucking common sense, but apparently it's not. So overall, I disagree with the, the overturning of Roe v. Wade. I think, I think all of the Supreme Court justices who lied under oath should be removed from their seats I think the whole system, the whole governing institution as a whole needs to rebrand. Get rid of the Electoral College. Get rid of life terms for Supreme Court justices. Like, change things. Like, like be a country for the people, by the people, for once in our fucking lives. Jesus Christ. Like, God. Like, I, God. The American people should be a priority. Okay. Not these immature political disagreements. The, poli- the American people and their well-being, so can they afford housing, health care, food, water, should be a priority. The fact that it's not is just sickening. It's disgusting. And what about our children? Hmm? There's over 400,000 children in foster care. The whole foster care system is fucked too. I've been in the foster care system. Okay, I've been in, I've witnessed it for, firsthand. I've witnessed it firsthand. And I got lucky with my last placement because those people love me. They're my parents now, by the way. But before them, I lived in a couple homes that were horrible. What about our fucking kids? Our kids, our children are the future of this country. The fact that they're not taken care of, they're not fed, they're not housed properly, their well-being is not taken care of, their emotional well-being is not taken care of, their physical well-being is not taken care of, the fact that our children are suffering, are suffering, they are suffering. They should be a priority. The children in this country should be a priority. Are they getting right education? Are they getting, you know, I just, it's, I just don't know why I just feel like what I care about should care to other people. And I know it does, but I just don't know if it does. It it just doesn't feel like they do. You know, our government just doesn't care. And it just feels like they don't care. And it's really, really painful. And it's really, really hurtful. And it's just, oh God, it's just sickening. I just, the the fact that our children are being slaughtered in their schools, it is sickening. It is so saddening. It hurts. Like, why are we caring about what other people do with their own bodies when our children are suffering? It just make it, it doesn't it it doesn't make sense in my brain. I can't find the arguments that justify us caring about some issues over another. It just I just I can't, I can't do it. It hurts my brain.
And all I have to say left on the matter is that this country is going in a direction that could potentially be very dangerous and very dark. A lot of people are going to be hurting. And so I just, I, I just want to say out there, just treat people with kindness. Do good things. Be a good person. Love one another. Treat your neighbor as you would treat yourself. Like, like basic common decency goes a long fucking way. Just love the people around you. Like, bring positivity into the world. Stop bringing negativity. You know, just like, we're, so many people are going to be suffering. And so I think it's very important to make that conscious extra step to do some good. Just do some good. That's it. And so the podcast there just got a little bit dark. Not going to lie. I got a little too invested in in it all. But just to summarize it, I just... I just want the world to be a better place. I want our children to be taken care of. I want everyone to be taken care of. I want people to be happy. I want people to be kind to one another. I want people to love one another. I want, I just, I just want the world around me to just be better. And just like, I don't know, like in my personal life, I've seen a lot of death recently, like in Lincoln, where I go to school. There's been a lot of shootings and a lot of death, and I've been hearing it about it in the news, and it really just puts life into perspective for me personally. And I just, I, I just, I, I want there to be some positivity. I want there to be some light, and I just want, I just want people to be happy. And maybe that's too much to ask for. Maybe it is. And you know what? Sorry, sorry. I want the world to be a better place. My bad. Oh my god. But yeah, I just. I don't know. I'm just really on a I'm just really on the route to to light and the route to a better life and the route to positive things and I don't have time for negative people. I don't have time for people who are pessimists. I don't have time for people who aren't good people. I don't want to waste my time. I only have one life on this earth and I want to make the most of it and I want to live it up. And the people who don't match my vibes or my wavelengths Sorry, but I don't have time for you. And that's okay. No, you do you and I'll do me. But yeah, on a lighter note, just like be a good person. Hmm? It's not that hard. Take that extra step. Do the extra mile. Make someone else's day. And I promise you, if you put good out there, good will come to you. I am a true testament of that. I would not lie. I never lie. In fact, sometimes I'm a little bit too honest. Maybe I should reel it back, but I like I like that about me. I think other people like that about me too. Mm, yeah, I, I, I think it's good. And as I always say, I'm going to try and make more of an effort to record more of these kind of podcasts, but I will say I do have a plan and a vision for the next season. I'm going to be bringing multiple guests on, you know, the podcast and stuff. I finally learned how to use the equipment to record two separate tracks on GarageBand, two audio tracks. That was a journey. A lot of YouTube tutorials didn't make sense to me. I'm not like tech savvy, like at all. I kind of just wing this shit and sometimes it turns out good, sometimes it does not. But I finally learned how to use my equipment correctly. Um, So I want to bring guests on and I I want to like talk to people and have like conversations with them that are like casual and that are also educational to my listeners. Um, Because I think we should listen to other people. I think we should 
take other people's experiences in and, and see if we can gain some knowledge from that. And so that's kind of like my goal with this next season is just to bring people on that could, you know, educate myself and uh, learn new things from them and just have knowledge of the world and the universe. And so that's what I want to do. And I, and I want, you know, and I just want to, I just want to, I just, I just like people. I'm a people person, I feel like. Sometimes, I guess, sometimes I don't like people, but, like, for the most part, I think generally I'm a people person. I'm very social, and I like talking to people, and I like learning new things because um, I I it can only help, you know, learning knowledge. Knowledge is good. Knowledge is power, they say. So that's my goal. That's my vision for the next season. Um, I'm going to try and keep up with that. You know, I always say that I'm going to try, but it's a, it's hit or miss. It just It's dependent on the mood of the day, of the times, whatever. But yeah, this is a very short episode, but this is just kind of an update episode. This is like checking in how it goes, how it be, and stuff like that. So it's a short listen, um, but I do plan on posting later this month, and I'm really excited for the first episode with the guest I'm going to post. And I'm trying something new, so bear with me. You know, it might not be pretty at first, but I'll find my groove. You know, if you listen to my first few podcasts, they weren't pretty, but I found my groove, and and I'm I'm finding what I'm good at, and I I really just want to bring that it's like art. I want. I just want to bring it to life in a way. My vision, I just want to bring it to life. So bear with me. Be patient. Have faith in me. Support me. Um, and I hope you liked this episode. Again, not very long episode. Kind of kind of got really into there. And I know it's, I don't want to shit on other people's views and stuff. But these are my views. These are my opinions. And, you know, I just, like, all in all, I just want the world to be a better place. You know, that's bottom line. That's just what I want for everyone else. I just want people to be happy. And, and I care about people and I love other people and I just want everyone to be happy and I, and I want people to feel how I feel and I, you know, take life f- for what it is. Life is a great opportunity and we should make the most of it and that's all I want. And so thank you for listening to this episode. I always do appreciate it. Uh, for my constant listeners out there, thank you so much for for tagging along every few months past at, until I post a new one. So thank you so much for tagging along. Thank you so much for listening. Um, you know, just good vibes all around, you know. Thank you so much. My name is Carlin Kinney, and you just listened to my podcast, Hear Me Clear.